Welcome to Terminal News, the only podcast where we talk about all the video game news and a whole bunch of bullshit. I'm Justin. Joining me today is Marcus. Hell yeah. And Frost. Uh, I don't know. I have some. Hi. Shitty intro, sir. Let's get to it. Okay, welcome to Terminal News. We're going to jump right into some news today. I'm going to save the uh, the old plugs for the end of the show this time. So we're going to jump right in. As soon as I open my app here that I always gets closed, I always got to wait for it. But wait, no, Marcus, you said you had a segment to start out with. No, I lied. Oh, you're a liar. That's I was going to make you look shitty. <laughs> Okay, well, so let's start with some of the PlayStation Plus and Xbox games with gold. Yeah, the PlayStation ones were funny because they leaked. And <laughs> then they just, Sony was like, yeah, man. There it is. <laughs> yeah, so next month, the uh, free games with play- PlayStation Plus, Shadow of the Colossus, and... Sonic Forces. So a good game and a really bad game. <laughs> so, so, so Sonic Forces is a good game. Yeah, because you get to make your own Sonic. And Shadow of Colossus is no. the really bad I'm, game. I'm glad that you, they gave this away for Sonic for free because I always wanted to make my own Sonic. I just didn't want to pay for it. So now <laughs> I can do so. Hey, that's a plus. PlayStation Plus. And also, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and also very relevant because the Sonic movie. Good timing. Congrats. And for March Games with Gold for Xbox, we have Batman The Enemy Within, the complete season. That's free from March 1st to the 31st. Shantae, Half Genie Hero, March 16th and April 15th. And then we have the Xbox 360 games, Castlevania, Lords of Shadow 2, March 1 through the 15th. And Sonic Generations, March 16th through the 31st. So I don't know. Who's who's who copied who here? <laughs> they, we both got we're both get, we're getting Sonic games on both consoles. You're getting better Sonic games on Xbox. Yeah, it's Sonic Generations. They, that one's it's good. That's it. Yeah, that's like the the one good Sonic game since oh, like Sonic no, 3. Sonic Colors is also good. I never played that one. A lot of people keep shitting on Sonic Colors, but Sonic Colors is pretty good. Sonic. There have been good Sonic games, just and Sonic Mania, which is like yeah, those three were kind of like oh sonic's kind of on the upswing like sonic can be good if efforts put into it see sonic was and then on you the, get sonic cause, boom because sonic colors and sonic forces i mean there was <laughs> there's sonic colors sonic generations and like sonic mania but there was also sonic forces and it yeah. was like so f- for those three it was like oh it's on the upswing and then forces was like oh shit no it's not <laughs> oh because oh, no. that came out the same year right Came out like the same month oh, as yes. Sonic Mania. God. Yeah, they kind of released side by side. Yeah, because Sonic Mania was other. more or less like a fan game, right? Like it was like yeah, they, they, they just let someone else make a game that were just fans. They hired a guy that made fan. 
like he made mods and like fan levels That's right. and fan creations. And I think we covered it before, but I'm pretty sure those same people that made Sonic Mania formed their own studio to make more stuff like that where they just make remake old games. Yeah. Fan games essentially. So hopefully we see more from them. I would I I it would be nice to see them do another Sonic game, I think given how well they did with Sonic Mania. Yeah, I think they will. It just, it seemed weird that they almost were, like, competing with themselves, and, you know, <laughs> Sonic Son Mania just, like, <laughs> annihilated Sega's Sonic like, Forces. So. Sega's just like, hey, they made a good Sonic game. Let's look. Well, let's let's see if let's show them what a real Sonic game looked yeah, like. Yeah, it's like they tried to top them in some way and, <laughs> and they did failed. backfire tremendously. Oh, Sega, just give up on making games and let other people make them for you. <laughs> Sega's on the upswing. Yeah, maybe. Yakuza. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right there. Th that's like the only thing holding like Sega together right now. It's like, man, Yakuza's real good. It's like uh, using the... the, the <laughs> it's like using the rope tool in Gmod. It's <laughs> just held together by the rope rope tool. Just, oh geez, they're full. They and then they tied a uh, a a fuel canister to one end, and they just shot it. So that's just that one thing is just pulling everything. <laughs> or you know how in Just Cause Two, when you could like attach yourself to a canister and shoot it, and it would just launch off into space. That's basically Sega with Yakuza right now. Yeah, because I mean, what else they got going on? Well, they they re-released uh, Fantasy Star uh, PSO. Online. That's right. A PSO two, uh, but yeah, that that's doing good, I guess. Oh, and Shenmue. They have Shenmue. Yep. Though I don't think they had anything to do with Shenmue three, but I don't know. Sega is. Yep. It's it's Yakuza. It's just Yakuza. All right. Well, uh, let's move on to Xbox news. So they released more info about. The Xbox Series X, and so like the main the main points that they they pulled up here, twelve teraflops, which is like just who cares about teraflops? A whopping twelve teraflops. No one cares well, about them. But flops. that's more than the Stadia. You know, I'll care when it's no, twelve I mean, I mean, petaflops. Well, I right? kind of joked about that when they announced the Stadia because they were really bragging about ten teraflops, <laughs> the potential of ten teraflops, <laughs> and I was like. Well, they and they kept compare, like, making like comparisons. There's potentially infinite teraflops with. Yeah, but they they kept comparing like being like, look at how much like our teraflops are compared to the Xbox One X and like the PS4 Pro, and it was like, what you're comparing yourself to hardware that's going to be replaced soon. Yeah. Like, of course you can have more. Also, like you, but, it kind of makes the data center look kind of sad because it's like, look what our entire data center can, can compute compared to like what the thing underneath your tv can do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look what our like possibly liquid cooled pro so located somewhere in antarctica where we can keep it like icy cold never worry about about Did you say icy hot <laughs> oh god no <laughs> i'm gonna summer check <laughs> you say icy hot three times and he comes <laughs> Wasn't he in that genie movie too? Was that Shaq? It was like a. I don't know. Yes. Okay. <laughs> there, there, there's a lot of confusion on this because there's there's a movie called the Shazam, and then there's but not, I'm not talking about like Shazam, the Shazam, the but recent there's, Shazam. There's Kazam and Shazam. And, sh <laughs> and they're oh, two yeah. different movies and one. Wait, 
I thought Kazam was the the Nickelodeon action figure toy. That was Kablam. Yeah, oh, that's right. But, oh yeah, it was. but one of I I can't remember which one, but one had Shaq in it and one had Sinbad in it. But this has <laughs> led to one of those. Uh, I think it's called the Mandala effect, where yeah, it, it like may suggest, per- but because people will be like, I remember seeing this movie, but with Sinbad in it. But and that, but it's actually there's two movies that exist. I just discovered a new. A new, a new Mandela effect. Um, Fruit of the Loom. Was there a cornucopia behind them fruits or not? Was it no. cornucopia? No, you're thinking. Uh, you're thinking. I think doll. You're the, thinking the uh, doll. Doll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it, no, but that's like a legitimate thing. Like people are like, I remember Fruit of the Loom with a cornucopia behind it, and it didn't. What? Yeah. It's always had a corn. What? Nope. Nope. It's always had a cornucopia. You came from the wrong universe. Oh, fuck. You're from the Berenstain universe. <laughs> the Ber- the Berenstain versus the Berenstain. <laughs> um, okay, moving on. Um, so there they have uh, variable rate shading, hardware accelerated direct X ray tracing, quick resume for multiple games, which they're calling. What were they calling that? Uh, smart delivery? No, that's not. That was the other thing. What was that called? They had to get specific name for it. I guess they are just calling it quick resume. Yeah, so you can just apparently you'll be able to even like quick resume when after turning the the console off from that. Really? And also smart delivery, which is just their way of um their their branding for the fact that like you buy the game, whether you buy the game for the Xbox One X or the Xbox Series X, like you'll it's the same game but it just like you can if you buy it for the xbox one x you will still have the game on the xbox series x and if you whenever you get the xbox series x you can just download it and uh play the xbox series x version of the game which is like just their commitment to making sure that they're more consumer friendly which i mean we've talked we've discussed that before i'm really for that even though it is kind of a weird thing where it gets that point where well, why am I buying a new console when I can just play the same game on my One X? Especially- I looked up Mr. O'Neill in Kazam, and <laughs> I'm more blown away by the fact that it has a 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh my God, it's terrible. Like <laughs> reviews or, or from audience? Oh, uh, let's see. Reviews. Oh God, what's it the audience? 20%. Okay, well. I didn't think Kazam was that bad. It was like... Granted, a I 90s think I was ass 90s You came from That's the universe it where it, it got a 95%. <laughs> I, I yeah. was six, I guess, when it came out. So Anything's good when you're six. 96. Oh, Xbox. I don't know if they did. Did they confirm that there's not going to be an uh, HDMI input on this? What? No, it has HDMI 2.0. But I mean like HDMI input, like how the Xbox One has Oh, yeah, input. I don't think it has that. That's a bummer. <laughs> it's... I, I like it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I use it, but it's like. But I'm like a person that doesn't have a smart TV. So like, that's what my Google Chromecast is plugged into. So it, that's just me. It's not the biggest <laughs> loss, though. Yeah, I mean, it's it's probably like the most unused thing on the Xbox One ecosystem. I liked it. But like I said, I'm like in the vast minority in this situation. <laughs> um. So yeah, the Xbox Series X will be compatible with the Xbox One, the Xbox 360, and 
the original Xbox games that are backwards compatible on the Xbox One. So literally everything that you can play on the Xbox One right now, you can also play on the Xbox Series X, which is really cool, I think. Which, I mean, I think Sony's going to more or less be in that same boat, it seems like. Well, I mean, they can easily... With their PlayStation Now service, because that even runs that too, on PC, yeah. so that stuff's going to run on the new PlayStation for sure. And it sounds like they're also going to be fully backwards compatible as well. Yeah. That, the, I think the that's rumor just a... floating is full backwards compatibility, but who knows? Because, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of generations all the way back to PS1. Yeah. Well, I mean, PS1 is easily... that that could That's easily... PS1's easy. PS2 is the hard one because of the EE chip, and then PS3 is the the hardest one. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, both those, PS2 and PS3 are going to be, those are the challenges. I almost wonder if those will be like a hybrid of like, it runs partially on your console and partially through the cloud. I don't know, though. They have a simulated uh, cell processor in the cloud. Yeah, I almost... The process. Because it just seems like that... that, I just don't know how they're going to do it. It just has such a crazy architecture compared to the rest of like... And I mean, and that's why, because they, uh, all, well, I guess this is news too, uh, which we can talk about, but sev- several game companies, as well as Microsoft themselves, has announced that uh, games like Halo will be like, if you buy Halo, the new Halo Infinite on Xbox One, that copy does come forward to the Xbox Series X. Yeah. As well as uh, CD Projekt Red's also behind this with Cyberpunk. Yep, that's so, what they're, they're, that's what they're calling the uh, dynamic delivery. Yeah, and, like, obviously, like, they can't impose on other companies the ability to, like... Yeah, it has to be, like, an opt-in thing. Yeah, yeah, like, they can do remasters and all that if they want. But the thing is, is, like, I don't think we'll face that as much going forward. The reason we had to face that with the last generation is the 360 was on power PC architecture yeah. and the PS3 used its own weird fucking <laughs> shit with the cell processor. That yeah. Was a nightmare to work around. So moving from those architectures to X86. Yeah. Which is basically universal now, which seems weird that they wouldn't just hop to 64 bit, but I don't know. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> it was even still, it matched with PC, so therefore yeah. port- porting all those games across three different platforms. And I, I assume, I think Switch is its own weird architecture, but I think it's easy to port to because it's similar to PC and is like kind of tablet based. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it uses the NVIDIA Tegra chip, so. <laughs> but yeah, that uh, that's helped across the board with a lot of that stuff. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to face as many problems with compatibility and everything going forward to a next generation. So therefore... Everything's just slowly becoming a PC or, yeah, or like an PC, Android tablet. Consoles are PC light at this point. Um, and we kind of talked a little bit about that last week with Witcher has uh, options now for like visual options on the Switch. And, it, and obviously like the Xbox One X as well as the PS4 Pro also have certain options to change like visuals so yeah they're just becoming a little bit more like pcs as we go but they're obviously dumbed down uh versions of pcs and And everybody keeps having this rumor we're like oh the xbox is going to be able to emulate a pc and you can just run steam on it like "Mm, i don't think that's going to happen no and i think that's because like the closest thing you're going to get are the universal windows apps 
Yeah, and even then, like, the reason why... The, the beauty of, like, owning a console is that it is a more closed system. So they... Having the niceness of it consistently being able to run, like, all these games that come out within, like, a given, like, cycle... Yeah. Is... I'm like... You sacrifice maybe not being able to run those at the highest fidelity imaginable... Exactly. ...for the convenience of being able to run several games released within a window of X amount of years. Yeah. Uh, so really it just boils down to convenience is all. Yeah. It, it's just, it's easier to just focus on making a game work with one set of hardware versus like not, I have to make it work with it like four generations of graphics cards and well, and then if you, it different processors and, and if, if it's running an OS and then you have like windows of like, uh, like if you're browsing the internet and all this yeah. stuff, it's going to slow your, you, I down. have like 16 Chrome windows open yeah, each with like a hundred tabs where how it is now it can like focus basically all its processing power into running basically the game and then the overlaid like hud of its yeah. os which is like obviously the their interfaces are kind of they're really pared down os's but their os is at the end of the day yeah yeah, hopefully they uh they make them run faster, but <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds like next gen's gonna be pretty pretty powerful going into it. I mean, sure, you could have a more powerful PC, I'm sure, but that you always could. Yeah, you can always have a more powerful PC if you want to dump a thousand bucks into it or fifteen hundred bucks and buy the latest graphics card. But you want to have a Sunco processor and literally have a supercomputer, <laughs> or you can spend. Maybe 500, 600 bucks on a console that yeah, will so last you an entire generation. So, yeah, it's it your choice. Really, <laughs> and I mean, I, it sounds like most people now uh, have at least a gaming PC and a console, which typically sounds like it's usually, usually it's gaming PC and then a Nintendo platform. Yeah, because that's the only one you're not going to get ever get on PC. <laughs> Yeah, they're and at the rate they're going, because it sounds like a lot of the games are going to be, it, like, I know Sony's put out a thing saying that uh, keep PC versions in mind of games for first-party studios, so... Oh, okay. It, and I don't doubt, because, like, I think I've said this before, but the, uh, like, Horizon Zero Dawn is heavily rumored to be coming to PC, and it's probably most definitely going to happen. Yeah, and I keep... I keep- I'm hearing other podcasts mention that too, where they're, and they've based, I've even heard some of them say straight up like, well, now I don't really have an incentive to buy the new console. I can just get it on PC. And it's like, yeah, that's, yes, but that's you're true. But it, it, the question becomes when, like, cause even Death Stranding is coming to PC, yeah. but it, I think that launches in like, what, like November of this year, September. Yeah. So it's like, you're not to say like, you can play games whenever the hell you want to play games. But it's when it releases on PC, it's going to be full price. It's not like it's going to be twenty dollars at the gate. Yeah. Where by the time, like I mean, you can already get Death Stranding on PS4 for like what you got for thirty five. Mm-hmm. So it it's going to be even cheaper by the Cheap. time you can get it on PC. Yeah, exactly. So and on top of that, like it's I've I one I've I heard spe- one person specifically say, yeah, I mean, like I don't there's there's no point to buying it on the con or waiting or getting the console because i can get it on pc and you can like you can get a pretty cheap gaming pc and it's like i mean if like if, if there, there's positives and negatives like both, let's let's no say the con- you- let's say the console costs 600 bucks can you buy a 
like brand new PC and have parts that will perform as well as a PlayStation Five? I don't think so. <laughs> I would say no. We, I mean, we don't know the specs of the PS Five, yeah. but the fact of the matter is, like I said before, the console itself is fully dedicated to gaming. Yeah, and this is like at the end of the day is the fact that like Death Stranding is a good litmus test for this. A like the PS4, which could have run games from like X amount of years ago, like basically six years ago. Yeah. Oh, it is still ru- able to run Death Stranding, and that game still looks really good. Yeah. On a PS4, if you had a computer from like six years ago, odds of it being able to run and handle Death Stranding are pretty slim, or at least look being able to run it and have it look as good as it does on the PS4 are pretty yeah. slim. So you will have either had to have upgraded or bought a newer PC during that time period yeah. to See, have it run there's, something like yeah. Death Stranding. And that's not even that's not even a PS5 game. Yeah, and there's there's no getting around the fact that like you would you will have to dump more money into a gaming PC than you will on a console. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. there's there's like peripherals like yeah, you have to buy a $60 controller and if you want to play with friends, you have to buy another $60 controller, but like if you're on a PC, you have to do the same. Like, are you going to play games with your friends on a PC? Like, there are you some. You just have to hope they have a PC. Yeah. Well, and there are some where you but. can do, like, same screen stuff. But again, you have to have a, you both have to have, like, controllers. So you still got to spend that $60 on a controller no matter what. I mean, gaming is just an expensive hobby no matter how you splice it. And I yeah. mean, you do, like, you win some, you lose some no matter where you go. Like, PC does have technically better cells and a lot of the games are cheaper in a way. But also, like, lately both Sony and Microsoft have had a, a extensive amount of sales. Like their sales, like almost every week on yeah. games and they they're, they're pretty low. And even like a lot of first party content, they, yeah, the they had one, a bunch of games for like 10 bucks last weekend. Like an, even uh, Nintendo on switch has sales like every week and games for yeah. like literally like pennies. So yeah. I, I typically don't like to argue about like game prices on consoles versus PC. Cause I know like there a lot of people use a steam sale argument, but um, I, I like to just base them off of like buying just like br- new games when they come out. Cause I mean, if you're, if you're going to compare like console to console power to PC power, you're probably more interested in buying new games when they come out. The the only thing it comes down to for me personally is exclusives. Yeah. Because it's, and that's all it really should be is do, do you like the games on this platform? Exactly. Like that, like once again, they're currently Microsoft technically doesn't have exclusives because all their stuff is yeah. is cross on PC and otherwise. Even though, once again, you run into the odds of uh, at least in my case, like I don't have a PC that can run a lot of those games, like for sure. Um, but in terms of the, like PlayStation, it's like I know I'm gonna be playing like God of War, like and I'm gonna want to play these when they come out. Like I'm gonna want to play yeah. your newest God of War or whatever it is, like. Yeah. Any any Sony franchise, I'm gonna want to probably play it. And for the most part, like if you're gonna if you're playing like let's say any MOBA or RTS type of game or most competitive gaming is done on PC. I mean, aside from like fighting, fighting games, games being on being the- console or I mean, and I know like there are some like like console gaming like for shooters and some other stuff, but well, Call of Duty is <clears throat> mostly focused on consoles. Yeah, but but the majority of like hardcore gaming or competitive gaming your, is done on a PC. Yeah, your MOBAs and your like something yeah, like and you can't. And so that. like if you're if that's your thing, then obviously consoles aren't going to be for you. 
But if you're not super into that and you and and, and you like to just sit down on a couch and you use a controller, like if you're a peasant, <laughs> you'll have a console. Yeah. <laughs> peasant. Wow. Yeah, console peasant. <laughs> um Sometimes that's how I feel too. Everybody even, looks down on you. But like we had a we for a long time we don't really do it right now because of just our setup is a lot different now. But we had and and just between like the PlayStation Four and the Xbox One, like <laughs> kind of especially with Game Pass eliminates the need for me to do what uh, our PC on the gaming on the living room TV anymore. Where before we had like the computer set up and had steam and big picture picture mode. And we use that with the controller a lot. Um, but that's really gone by the wayside with like the Xbox and stuff. Yeah. Well, and like the, the other thing is, is once again, when I talk exclusive, there are definitely like a lot of PC exclusives, but most of that's in the indie space. Yes. And like if you're super into like really niche indie games, then yeah, definitely PC. Yeah, but you don't need a powerful PC to play a lot of that. Yeah, it's just like, and eventually a lot of those games do work their way on console. Uh, and in some of those cases, I'm fine waiting because I want to, I want to play on my platform of choice. And usually, as you know, I am a achievements whore basically. But well, I'm I'm a trophy whore for so I get those PlayStation trophies. So I like to have like, I like to have those, and I don't like doubling up. So I I try to avoid either purchasing games twice or stacking like platforms I play them on. Yeah. All right. Well, we should probably move on to our next topic, which is the lawsuits of the week or this week in lawsuits. Um, Activision subpoenas Reddit to uncover mysterious call of duty leaker. I'm not quite uh lawsuit status, I guess, but you know who it was. Is it you? I, I, is it any of our listeners? I don't think so. Our listeners <laughs> leaked the Call of Duty. <laughs> um, let's see. Last week, one of these leakers posted a now-deleted clip that they claimed was from the game's new Battle Royale mode. Commenting the Call of Duty in the coming month, and naturally the Call of Duty diehards on Twitter lost their damn minds. Shared the footage like mad across forums and elsewhere, and just as naturally, Activision was a bit ticked. Um, I feel like ticked isn't <laughs> in that case. So last week when one writer found a leak of what appeared to be cover art for the new game that got hit with the copyright claim too and some other legal action. According to court documents obtained by Torrent Freak, Activision has spent the last week actively subpoenaing Reddit to uncover the identity of the Reddit user who leaked the initial artwork. And that was a uh, DMCA subpoena. Oh boy, that's fun. Don't leak shit. <laughs> You're going to get fucked. Um. Now this was the big one. This is this is the corona quarantine. <laughs> I'm getting like the death glare from Frost. No, he calls it the corona corner. <laughs> I was gonna call it the corona roundup, but quarantine I think is more apt. <laughs> We're taking votes. <laughs> the corona roundup for the coronavirus. Um so this is sort of some things that happened in order-ish, trying to anyway. But uh, I don't know why this didn't uh, get added in uh, in order. <clears throat> so Overwatch League cancels South Korea matches over coronavirus concerns. That was four days ago as of this recording. Um, so they had matches that were scheduled to take place in China in February and March are canceled. 
and they also canceled the ones in South Korea. A Japanese idol group charging fans who don't wear sickness masks because of coronavirus. Uh, numerous events scheduled for the next few weeks have been canceled in Japan and abroad. Idol group 20 Love to Sweet Bullet isn't rescheduled upcoming events, but rather charging extra for fans who don't wear masks. It seems like a strange one. Like, I, don't, I don't understand this. Okay. Um, China pulls Plague Incorporated from App Store. Yeah, that one was... That was a weird one. It it's, finally happened. They were like, "Enough's enough." <laughs> so we gotta put, oh, no, we no. gotta put a stop to this coronavirus. Pull, pull Plague Incorporated from the App Store. No Plague here. <laughs> no Plague here. Um. So then this one was okay. So first, this is I'm trying to do this in order from when this happened. But so Microsoft dropped out of GDC, and then Epic dropped out of GDC, and of course we've talked about already Sony. Had already dropped out of GDC, and now GDC is rescheduled to the summer. Yeah, it's been postponed. Postponed. Most a lot of articles say canceled. So, but I mean, yeah, yeah well, the initial dates are canceled, but it's saying, really postponed. Yeah, I was like, I see a lot of people saying canceled, which I mean, is like it's apt to say, but it's like it's it's being pushed. canceled. Well, see the cancel culture. It's, it's being pushed. It's it's not. It's being bumped. Its current date was canceled. Yes, but I I think saying the whole event was canceled is is a little bit <laughs> yeah too, too strong. So it was originally scheduled to to take place in March sixteenth to the twentieth in San Francisco. Uh, it's postponed until the summer due to concerns over the spread we may of the all coronavirus be dead over the summer. It, maybe, <laughs> hopefully no. <laughs> um. Then, how is the U.S. going to fight the coronavirus? Um, appoint <laughs> Vice President Pence to oversee it, I guess. Um, which I guess you just read that by next week we'll have the ability to test up to ten thousand people a day. Yeah, that's what that's what uh, according to the CDC. Was that's that what NBC and that's what <laughs> was it CNBC? CNBC. Yes. <laughs> um, that's what they said on the internet. But yeah, like there's like the first there's like some cases in California that they don't know like how they got there because nobody's been um, there's like a few thousand people in the U.S. that are under voluntary self-quarantine over the coronavirus. So who knows how stuff is going right now? Um, Yeah. People are panic buying toilet paper in Japan because of the coronavirus. Um, Eve Online annual fan fest canceled. Which is, that takes place in Iceland, I believe. I just say uh, all, yeah. all events are canceled. Yeah, uh, yeah that is held in Iceland. Don't expect to go into anything. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, if somebody were to travel to Iceland with the coronavirus, like RIP Iceland. Well, I know everybody was real hyped for My Chemical Romance's comeback, but it ends up it's not a chemical romance. It is a biological romance. <laughs> that's so bad through that one <laughs> you you felt it coming too you know where he was going with it <laughs> it's like one of those moments where you watch a train wreck and it's really slow it's, it's like watching the titanic sink <laughs> it's come it's happening we just don't know when uh, oh god. Um also 
Disneyland, Legoland, and Universal Studios closed in Japan over a coronavirus outbreak. But in addition to that, like the entire country of Japan is closed for business. Yeah, because you can't you can't fly, fly there, in at least from the U.S. I don't. Well, yeah. I don't know if it's all flights, but it's. I know the U.S. can't fly there. It's very. That's that's a weird. Like, why not? Can China fly there? No, I would imagine. Well, that's what not. I don't know. I just saw all U.S. flights are like. It could just be like the U.S. companies are like, yeah, we're not going to fly to Japan. Um, and there's like a shitload of like, there's like two new cruise ships that are denied docking because of the coronavirus. Um, so what does that mean? Like that means the people like people that they, just get to stay on the ship yeah. for a million years now. Yeah, until okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how our that's how our human that's how the human race actually survives. It's the boats. Like, it's because they were all out at sea, and then everybody on land just died. Well, there were there were people that were on boats that they let dock, and then they like the, there's the boats that like there was one cruise ship. I forget which one it was, but it kept getting denied dock docking anywhere. And finally, one country just let them dock, and then the people were able to to fly home from there. So, oh. like, people are just spreading this shit, like just. And I just read an article that says the stock market continues to crash today and the collapse is this week is on track to be the steepest since the financial crisis in 2008. Oh, boy. But still record high, right? No. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm, okay, I'm new here. Why are we talking about this? Because it affects the gaming industry. But because the new consoles may end up being delayed due to coronavirus because there's a lot of production that happens in China. Yeah. Which, There's including like a, game consoles. Yeah, especially global supply consoles. disruption is ha- going to happen. Yeah, all my board games I have on Kickstarter are like, yo, your games won't be delivered on time. And I'm like... Well, that's... the When is that any new? Yeah, like that, that's, that's true <laughs> for I guess all I'll, board I guess games. I'll just wait another year or two. Super Dungeon was very adamant that... <laughs> You will never be seeing your product. <laughs> hey, look, the, due to the coronavirus, we have canceled your game. Liar, uh, don't expect it. Scapegoats. <laughs> don't ever expect this game. Um, the coronavirus, every single piece that we have is infected with the coronavirus. They sent an email being like, update coming soon. And I was like, you guys, like, okay. I like how you do an update, notifying us that there will be an update. <laughs> and yeah, you... I, I'm Sometimes like you, it takes a while to craft those messages, okay? Well, they can't do that when they haven't updated us in, like, six months. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be like, don't worry, guys, soon. And it's the, like, and which, it's already which, been six months. What was like, the name of this company again? I always forget. Uh, Ninja Division. Yeah, Ninja Division. Don't don't kickstart Ninja Division stuff, you guys. They're terrible. I would say don't even buy anything from Ninja yeah, Division. Yeah, don't, don't give them money. They're terrible. After what they did. Name and shame. <laughs> the bad. Hey, I have legit reasons to hate this company. Yeah, well, you gave them a, you gave them a shitload of money, and they haven't given you anything. It's just a middle finger and an update about I an update. I don't understand why. I still don't understand why they were like, "Hey, yo, could you pay us our shipping?" And I paid. I paid for shipping five years ago. <laughs> that sucks so much. Hey, uh, want to buy an Xbox Series X five years ago? <laughs> no fucking joke. <laughs> Um, do you have any other top news or should we take a break? Uh, yeah. The, since Pokemon day happened, I want to say the top yeah. 10 Pokemon because Pokemon. Yeah, they I were g- voting on that the other week. <laughs> that was, oh, oh, oh boy. So let's take us through that Pokemon day top 10 well, list. You know, there's a lot of Pokemon news, so I will cover all of it all right, here, but yeah, we'll go it. through the top 10 list. So number 10, who do you think it is without knowing? 
It's a Gen 1 Pokemon. A Gen 1 Pokemon. Okay, that nails it down. I'm going to say Lapras. Nope, that's Gengar. Ah. <laughs> yeah, Gengar. The number nine is Gardevoir. Number eight is Ray Romano. I mean, uh, Ray, Ray Quaza. <laughs> <laughs> number seven is Garchomp. Then you got six is Sylveon. And five, Umbreon, which I do... I like Umbreon is the most out of the evolutions, but I'm surprised they're up so high. And this one has me disheartened. Uh, four, my boy Charizard is number four. <laughs> I, why is he so low? Yeah, that's weird. And this one, Mimikyu is number three. What? Mimikyu. That Pikachu Over looking ass motherfucker. <laughs> uh, but you know what? I, I was pretty close saying with, because I kind of like I didn't necessarily guess, but there there were ones I figured would be up pretty high. Lucario is number two, and Greninja is number one. Wow, really? No Pikachu. Yeah, that surprised me that Pikachu is not even on the list. I think people were just like hate downvoting Pikachu. And I mean, I I like uh, Ray, Rayquaza, but I'm surprised he's the only legendary on the top ten. Like I thought Mewtwo would probably be up there, but that's like. That's like saying the top the top monsters from Monster Rancher and not including Swayzo. Swayzo's the only one. <laughs> but anyway, currently Pokemon has Mewtwo as a raid, uh, but you can't catch Mewtwo. You can fight Mewtwo. Yeah, I saw all that. You can't catch... So it, someone's like, what's the point? <laughs> you, you get uh, items from it, but it's apparently extremely hard because it is a level 100 Mewtwo and it's... It, Apparently, it's like, yeah, only ever go in to fight it in the raid if you got three or four people, like actual people, because huh. the AI will just die over and over again. I'll have to ask the uh, local resident Pokemon Go expert if he, if they're going to beat it. Does not go. Oh, it's not. Oh, that's this right. Is, this is that's, for Pokemon Sword and Shield. I have to ask. Well, I think he's still playing that, too, so I'll have to ask him if he's going to. He's all in. He, he, got, he got into it. Just from being he like he didn't really get into Pokemon until Pokemon Go, which is weird. And now oh. he's like all about Pokemon. Weird, weird entry point, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> I he played it back in the day, but he's like, eh, I grew out of it, and then I don't play it. But now you that never, po- the that truth Pokemon is, Go. you never really grew out of it. You yeah. always secretly wanted to play it more. I should have just embraced it. I, I feel like I grew out of Pokemon. Um, and then did you see the new mythic Pokemon? I saw some of them. Yeah, yes. Darude and Sandstorm are the new Pokemon. <laughs> no, his name's his name's Zarude. That's okay. Is he uh, Sand type? No, he's oh. uh, gra- he's Grass Dark type. Okay. Uh, but is he rude? Well, yeah. Look at him. He looks mean, like a monkey, like an angry <laughs> monkey thing. I- <laughs> he has he has wrist wrist guards to s- smack you with. Zarude is known as the Rogue Monkey. Uh, um, yeah. <clears throat> he has the ability Leaf Guard, which prevents it from being inflicted by status conditions when the weather on the battlefield is sunny. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It seems like a weird Pokemon. I don't know. It, it's it's not my. I re- it sucks liking monkeys, but being th- I think this design's a little. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that that covers Pokemon <laughs> stuff. Pokemon. That was the Pokemon wrap up. No, you have to sing a whole Pokemon rap. That's too many. Jigglypuff, Squirtle, Charizard, Commander. I'll do it, but it has to be the um the 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 latest decks. What's what's the island called again? 
Uh, yeah, fuck. They're, I can't remember the latest region. Shino. No, it's not Shino. Um, you know, normally I know, but I don't right now. <laughs> anyway, it's going to be the, the decks with the least Pokemon. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're going to take a break and then we'll be right back. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoDuroParlayHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info and parlay points our companion block section of the show thanks for listening to the odph now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast and we're back with the news and we're going to jump right into this article rockstar has updated their website with teaser images and one of them has the word bullying does this mean we're going to get the bully two movie we're or game, game movie bully two Got to get that. It's going to be Bully Online. I never played it. Bully 2 Online. Um, tie in with GTA 5. <laughs> um, yeah, so they could be planning to release a Bully 2, which is like something people have been asking for forever. Uh, Kojima Productions may have teased the Silent Hill game in the strangest way. Um, they may have just... Uh, tease that it's working on a Silent Hill game in a strange way or it might be trolling the internet or it might be a coincidence whatever it is it's fun on the Death Stranding Studios English language Twitter account head of communications Aki Saito posted a picture of himself to jokingly prove he still worked at the company he wrote sorry to be to be silent everyone I've been really busy lately I think I can say more soon about what we are going to dot 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 and that's it. See, but this would be the craziest arc of all time if that ever happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, because Kojima, working on Silent Hill game for Konami, then gets fired from Konami, starts his own studio. Makes a new game. Makes new game. And then gets handed from the, Konami, the keys, gets the keys fired to, Silent Hill. to make Silent Hill at his studio. It, it Reboot. Reboot. Maybe Konami really realizes what they lost in, in It just Kojima. wouldn't make it... I, I, it's not... You know what? I don't want to believe it. Because I, it's, I, it's too weird of a story. I don't want to either, but... I would love for it to happen, but it's I, just not happening. Because I'm still under, the, I'm still under the, the umbrella of fuck Konami, but if someone else is making the game and they're just publishing it, I'm fine with that. Agree. But it, it would just be weird. It's, to have Kojima working on it would be the weirdest thing in existence. Like but that's, any other team would make more sense than Kojima. <laughs> but everything involving Kojima is weird. I'm I'm not saying he was the wrong person to make it. I'm saying he's totally the right person to make it. But they should have just made Silent Hills way back when that was happening. And it's a strand game. <laughs> yeah, it's a strand. You're mentioning the image that he posted, but I don't see anything about this image that seems Silent Hill-esque. 
because I know you're not going to mention it. You want to talk about the Platinum 4 because you never want to talk about the Platinum 4? Yeah, let's talk about it. So, this, this became really odd. They announced a new game in the Platinum 4 called Project GG. It's still our name. <laughs> uh, and it's, it's just Project to go-go, as they say. But he said, this is where it gets weird. It, apparently, the Platinum 4 is kind of like a superhero-based thing, and he said that this, game, this new game, Project GG, is part of the superhero trilogy, which means that uh, Beautiful Joe is part of that, and then there's Wonderful 101, and then this new one, which is uh, Project GG in the, like, uh, the short teaser trailer for it is basically there is Platinum Games version of Ultraman. Which it looks good. Yeah. Like from the little teaser, it looked it looked very Ultraman, like in a <laughs> in a good way. So so basically you had Beautiful Joe, which was like their common writer, and then they you had Wonderful 101, which is kind of like uh what are they? Sentai, the uh basically like a Power Rangers, like a giant team of superheroes. And then and then now you have an Ultraman. And then their next like so my assumption here, because the wonderful 101 Kickstarter slash like remaster that they're putting out. That was the first game announced of the platinum four. Then the yeah. second one is this uh, project GG, but because I may have, I personally think he may have spilled the beans a little bit on this uh, <laughs> because like I said, he tied beautiful Joe into that. So I'm wondering if a beautiful Joe one and two is getting re-released in some form and that's the third game because they said the they said one of the games for sure is a entirely new project which is they made they formed a new studio to make a live service game of some kind okay uh but we it's an unannounced thing um whatever project they're working on so and all that's in-house but i would assume that would have to be part of the superhero stuff whatever it is if it's part of the platinum four because it seems like it's all superhero based because like i said we would have to wait and see if uh the release of the vanquished bayonetta combo was part of this but it's not so obviously bayonetta vanquished remaster not part of this bayonetta three is likely not part of this and i mean like god they have so many games in the works uh babylon's fall is definitely not part of this so we don't know what this is uh, currently, but we'll see. I, I do think, I think a beautiful Joe one and two pack uh, makes sense. It's made sense for a really long time. I don't know why it doesn't exist yet, <laughs> but I would, I would venture a guess that that has to be at least part of this platinum four. Yeah. Beautiful Joe. The, their games people want. They like beautiful Joe. <laughs> I like beautiful Joe. I only ever played a demo of it, but I liked what I played. I was a kid. Yeah. I was poor. <laughs> but I'll play an Ultraman game. That's for damn sure. <laughs> uh, evidently, Doom Eternal can go to 1,000 FPS if you've got the hardware for it. I don't... I, I like the caveat there. Could that just be any game? I don't... I mean, no, because not all games have, like, limitless restrictions. I guess. But... <laughs> um... I don't know. That means nothing to me. <laughs> like on on id tech six, we maxed it out to two hundred and fifty frames per second. 
This game, if you have the hardware right, it could hit 1,000 frames per second. That's the max we have. So that's, um, but uh, yeah, text, that's their id tech 7 engine that they overhauled for Doom Eternal. It enables bigger explosions, more vibrant looking particle effects. There's really no upper limit. I've had some hardware here locally that we built just for testing where we had scenes running in the 400 frames per second. So people who have 144 hertz monitors or even the new monitors that you'll see coming out that are even above that. Going forward, this game will hold up for many years and will give you really amazing opportunities to leverage that hardware. <laughs> so now it's a, <laughs> the in this article on uh, PC Gamer, they ask, does this mean it's, it's finally time to stop asking if it can run Crisis? <laughs> uh, How many frames per second does it get in Doom Eternal? That's, what we, that's the new standard. I don't know if you have this in your articles, but uh, Stardew Valley is getting another free content update. I didn't see that, but that's not surprising. About, yeah, we talked a little bit about the Stardew Valley creator because he is working on apparently two new projects that we mentioned before. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I don't know how he does what he does. Yeah, working on more more free stuff to come. Um, Don't, don't know. No, there's nothing saying what it is. It's just free free DLC, so to speak. Yeah. More coming to Stardew, which is it, it reminds me of Terraria, really. Of yeah. just like I feel like they kind of go open. hand in hand together. I mean, it's, they came out around the same time, yeah. I mean, Stardew was a bit after, I think two years after, maybe. Yeah, and like we but, said with Stardew, it filled a niche of people wanting a good, like, Harvest Moon game, but on PC. <laughs> Stardew delivered, yeah, and it's just the gift that keeps on giving, though, yeah, apparently. Um, Freeman Dyson, the man responsible for the, uh, the, the, basically the concept of a Dyson sphere, uh, he died at 96 years old. By that, you mean the vacuum cleaner as well. <laughs> right? I, he was, he was a theoretical physicist. Yeah, but does he make vacuum cleaners? I don't know if there is actually a link between him and the, and the Dyson Maybe it was company. like his technology. I'm pretty sure the Dyson vacuum cleaner uses a Dyson sphere. <laughs> yeah, it harnesses the power of an entire sun. Yes. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, a Dyson sphere is basically a theater theoretical sphere that a certain class of civilization would be able to build around it's, a star to capture 100% of the energy a star gives it, out. It's kind of like the hollow earth theory. But on a bigger scale. Yeah, but we're, well, there's a chance we are a Dyson sphere. We're on the outside of a Dyson sphere. Yes. <laughs> tiny, <laughs> tiny suns. <laughs> tiny suns. A pocket sun, if you will. <laughs> I got a pocket, we got a pocket full of sunshine. <laughs> but I don't I got a pocket son. I don't see I mean they they don't they don't mention anything about Dyson vacuums. Okay, Justin, so I don't think Justin, a, if you got a kid you can put in your pocket that is also known <laughs> as a pocket son. <laughs> Game Boy pocket son. Dyson. Freeman Dyson. It's, uh, it's a, the, the James Dyson is the guy that did the, the, is, the Dyson vacuum. Is Gordon Freeman up. related to Freeman Dyson? Is what? Gordon Freeman. Yes. 
I mean, he's it's first physicist. name and last name. He's a physicist. What is Gordon Freeman based off of Freeman Dyson? <laughs> yeah, that's they're both physicists. How come there's no one in Half Life named Dyson? Okay, does Mister Dyson Freeman Dyson does he use a crowbar for anything? <laughs> I'm sure he did at some point. Look, I'm just trying to find the threads here. <laughs> the, the strands. Look, I'm just trying to play my strand game. <laughs> Uh, apparently, there are people that are hoping the PlayStation Four costing there will cost six hundred dollars or more. The PS Four, yeah, PS Five. I mean, sorry, I, I don't know. Like, I really don't want to go above five hundred dollars for any I, of these. I new keep consoles. seeing like estimates saying it's a thousand, and it's like it's not a thousand. If the yeah, parts cost is four fifty, it's not a thousand. It's yeah, that's insane. It'll be a thousand if like we can't get it. Like if there's like a global supply <laughs> disruption and people oh, are smuggling it across borders, it'll be like Ring Fit currently. It's like yeah, the I know. Price is all jacked up. Everyone's people are like buying Ring Fit and then sending it back to people in China. Well, because you can't even. I mean, it, just in general, there's a huge supply shortage. Yeah. But yeah, they want it in China so they can work out while they're in their house under quarantine. Stuck in their houses. I know, like, there's, like, videos of, like, people just, like, screaming out their windows because they have nothing to do. They're just going crazy in their houses over there. Um, Sources. EA canceled the Star Wars Battlefront spinoff last year. That's not surprising because that's all they do is cancel Star Wars games. Yeah, it's like this is the third in a long line of Star Wars games being canceled. I know Giant Bomb mentioned how many Star Wars games they've actually made since they, um... Two. I think, well, there's two, and then there's the mobile one. That's it. Yeah, it's like... <sighs> at least... At least they have Respawn. <laughs> Respawn will do... Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, they're already working on a sequel. Yeah. Um, The Jedi Fallen Order, I guess I should clarify. So I thought this one was funny. Um, After confessing to playing 300 hours of Breath of the Wild... St. Vincent realized she's played 300 miles of Breath of the Wild. <laughs> it's, so it's a, she's a act, musician, I think. But she was just saying like how she spent all her time. Like she got like a, a switch and started playing Breath of the Wild. And like in an interview, like, like, yeah, I've been playing. I played 300 hours of Breath of the Wild, but then like paused in the interview and like almost like made like this face of like realization of like holy shit I've played three hundred hours of this video game. Well, they'll get you. They'll creep up on you. Well, I assume she's a liar, like Mister Papa John. <laughs> yeah, she's actually played six hundred hours. Yep. <laughs> Papa John. Oh, Papa John. Hey, you can thank Japan for inventing convenient sliced mayonnaise. Yep. What do you mean sliced mayonnaise? You can buy mayonnaise that comes in a slice in so, Japan. How do they keep it in slice shape? I don't know. Okay, I'm thinking of... What? You ever watch Seinfeld? Probably not. But uh, anyway, George Costanza in an episode, he makes what is called the pudding skin single. <laughs> and it's exactly... <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what you think it is. Justin Hobart just fell out of his chair. <laughs> I... I, I I feel like George Costanza is like me. Like, you know, how people say like things are their spirit animal. I think George Costanza has been my spirit animal. 
I've never really watched Seinfeld, but like every time I hear something about George Costanza, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm George Costanza. He just Costanza. wants to eat the pudding skin, so he has like a little wrapped, individually packaged pudding skin that he... He would be the guy that's like, I want all the brownie crust and just like cuts all the rest of the brownie out and be like, I'm going to eat all this yes, crust. he would do exactly that. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of me, though. <laughs> Especially the wallet thing is like too spot on for me. Yeah, just, but that's how I picture this. Is it's like, it's like a pudding skin single. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> that's great. Um. So yeah, this is created by a company called Bourbon, which dabbles in everything except booze. <laughs> what a slogan. <laughs> uh. So they uh. They're a result of the company's expertise in creating sliced chocolate which it previously perfected as a way to avoid accidentally shredding a slice of bread while trying to apply viscous spreads like Nutella. It's also reminiscent of products like sliced peanut butter that were invented a few years back as a way to streamline the PB&J assembly process. <laughs> Japan is going crazy over here with these sliced things. Um, so they aren't exact exclusively may- mayo-flavored. They're releasing two versions, one flavored like tuna, and one flavored like spicy cod roe, which is, I guess they, right. they're saying like chipotle mayo. Stop. Spicy aioli. Stop it. Tuna flavored sliced <laughs> mayonnaise. Sla- slapping a slice of mayo on a plate of fresh pasta isn't exactly a serving suggestion Americans might embrace. <laughs> <laughs> but next time you're making a bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich in a hurry, you might actually be happy to reach for a quick slice. And releasing alongside those, improved version of its sliced chocolate and apple butter sheets made with white chocolate. When you said reach for a quick slice, I I, I thought of the soda slice, which nobody's ever said ever. <laughs> reach, uh, but I reach, reach for, for a, a quick sli- slice. Reach for a quick slice. Yeah. The, Japan. You can always expect weird things out of Japan. Sliced mayo, everybody. And another food thing. Oh, yeah. Peanut butter company finally addresses GIF pronunciation issue by releasing a their their the the company Giphy or website Giphy. It's like a collaboration with them. You Giphy? Know, I thought it's Jiffy. Jiffy. You know, like the website G. <laughs> yeah, you can't say G I. It's too confusing. Ah, it's like it's like G I P H Y. Is that the website? I don't. Know. But like you can buy you can buy peanut butter on Amazon that's GIF. I would say peanut butter because it, it it was a limited quantity and it is it was like sold out immediately. Was it? Like I saw that I saw the article for it like not even an hour after it was posted and went to the Amazon website for the peanut butter and it said Oh, it's limited edition. So yeah, this is well C over buying options. Yep. So if you're listening but, to this, you're fucked because even yeah, I go to Amazon. We don't know when or if this item will be back in stock. Yeah, no, that's not happening. But it's uh, done and over with. Yeah, it was weird. It's it's weird. It's GIF, what a weird like GIF and GIF and GIF peanut butter. <laughs> GIF GIF. GIF GIF. Start select is gonna love that part. Uh now back to real news. Uh Catherine G. Johnson of the groundbreaking the groundbreaking NASA mathematician. Has died at 101 years old. What are you just reporting like every death? 
Hey, this is a big one because she's like responsible for us going to the moon. Yeah, but that's not games. It's inspiring games like Kerbal Space Program. Like to the moon. Kerbal Space Program. <laughs> he just wants the news to go on forever. Well, I mean, you're going to mention that death, so you might as well just dump the, the Konami code creator died. That's I had that one on the list. <laughs> like, oh, God. just ga- At least that one's games. <laughs> oh, here's a good one. YouTuber banned from every EA game and online service after rants and threats. I wish. <laughs> um, no, Kurt. Uh, Kurt Finich. Kurt. Blevins, a.k.a. (laughs) Ninja 2. (laughs) Um, Kurt0411, a FIFA pro who is probably more notorious slash famous for his YouTube presence, has been hit with one of the most severe online punishments ever. Duh. He's banned from EA (laughs) playing any of the company's games online or accessing any of their online services. Um, for being toxic. So he had a long feud with EA, and EA made the uh, statement about it. Um, but <clears throat> but the important part here is that in November 2019, after a series of code of conduct violations as part of the EA Sports FIFA Global Series, in which he threatened employees and other players, Kurt0411 was banned from competing or attending any EA Sports FIFA 20 Global Series events or future competitions since that time kurt has continued to post abusive and threatening messages and videos about ea employees and competitive players on social media and he has encouraged others to do the same his messages have crossed the line of decency into very personal attacks and a breach of our terms of service we will not tolerate threatening behavior as a result today kurt 0411's ea account will be banned for playing our games and accessing our services due to these serious and repeated violations. I mean, he's just going to make a new account. <laughs> it's just play the game anyway. Maybe he won't have an online. I don't know. That's what he got banned for. He got banned for spitting on the FIFA logo. Wow. In that video in general, he was just, wow. But still funny. <laughs> I thought you were talking like he just flat out like assaulted people and like punched them directly in the face. No, he was just like ranting online about it. But like apparently like after that, because he got banned for that video. And then after that, now he's just he like went on a rampage on on YouTube, I guess. Oh, esports people are crazy sometimes. Um, So here's some positive news. Nintendo comes to the rescue after 95 year old grandmother's Game Boy breaks. What what do gamers like better than grandmas? <laughs> Some grandmas love love video games. G milfs are best milfs. <laughs> is what we say here at uh, Gaming Arena. <laughs> um, as a uh, Marcus's opinions. That no, don't no, this is refl- a whole no. This is a whole company. This is a company wide opinion. <laughs> as a Marcus wide opinion. Uh, <laughs> Great milfs are better than regular milfs. <laughs> Um, so they're gaming milfs. They're <laughs> oh, okay. She just wanted to play Tetris. See, so they tweeted about the ish, the Nintendo Game Boy breaking. Uh, Nintendo didn't have any spare parts to fix the Game Boy, so instead sent along a new Game Boy discovered in its warehouse, along with a letter wishing the grandmother a long life. So it's a, it's a feel good Nintendo story. 
You did good, Nintendo, but you would have only done that. You only did that because she was in Japan. <laughs> if they were an American, you wouldn't care. Yeah. You would let them it would. Die. It would have been up to Nintendo of America, and what the <laughs> fuck are they going to do? Doug Bowser? Bowser would come and kill the person. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Bowser for a reason. Stomps on him. <laughs> <laughs> He would have, like, orchestrated a real elaborate thing where he would, like, steal them and, like, take them to, like, the, the, the place where <laughs> and it is. You'd like, have to, like, go find them. They and... have a heart condition, so they died in the process. <laughs> um, So, apparently, the new Xbox One home screen is a lot cleaner. I wouldn't know because my Xbox hasn't updated with it yet. What the fuck, Microsoft? Yeah, my Xbox is from the future of games. Wait, you have it? Well, a lot of people have had it for a very long time God because they're it. in the beta program, but I don't have Fuck. it. I'm lying to you. Oh, but, okay. But my brother... Well, you haven't launched your Xbox in a month now. My brother's in the, like, upper echelon ring of beta testing, so I've seen it. Your brother doesn't exist. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, Samurai Jack gets his first video game in over a decade, and I don't know. I- I'm excited. I... I- it it doesn't look like it's a full price game. I can say that much, but it is. Uh, Adult Swim is uh, publishing it, and I forget the dev, dev studio. But the dev studio worked on uh, Shinobi Strikers, uh, which was not really particularly a great game, but I mean it was serviceable. It's got a dedicated fan base. But we'll see. The trailer, the short like fifty second trailer they had looked looked good. Yeah. It had bearded Jack, so that's when he's all bedraggled. That's all I want. Um, I just have a couple more things. Do you have anything else to cover before we call? Oh, I got all kinds of stuff that you didn't cover. What do you want? So, everybody here, Let's you, get through this. you like Tokyo Godfathers? Love Tokyo oh, yeah. Godfathers. Yeah, well, as you know, it's coming to Netflix, but with a new English dub. I, don't I only watch it in Japanese Yeah, I'm not anyway. going to watch it with the dub. Uh, but they got a real trans person to play, uh, what's their name? Hara. Yeah, yeah. That person. That pr- uh, I don't know. I, I, don't I know. think that's I really one l- of the movies that I, <clears throat> a lot of anime can be dubbed and look good and still be believable that it would make sense that they're speaking English. But... Tokyo Godfathers. They actually look like Japanese people. Well, no, they're animated in a specific way that complements their language and their language only. Well, all of uh, Satoshi Kon's films, all of them, the mouths and just the facial animations in general are very expressive, genetically dramatic. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot going on with the face. Like My favorite scene is where he's chewing, Hara is chewing out the I think his name's Gijo? No. Anyway, the other hobo guy, he's like chewing him out and the way his face is moving. Like, is his name you, Gein? Yeah, Gein. You, you can't, you can't, you can't yeah, say you, you English can't. words and make that look good. <laughs> it, yeah, it's pretty hard on that. And just like, that's all of Satoshi's Khan work, but as well as like the movie Akira, the dub is very distracting just because the faces are so animated. Yeah. Uh, and. Yeah, it's and just, like I said, they they actually look like Japanese people. Yeah, <laughs> so in all those cases. Yeah, like it just a, doesn't Akira make sense. Well that, yeah. Have you actually seen um, 
what is it? Hotel Horror or whatever? No, I haven't. You haven't? Oh, no. that one's so good. That was his first movie. Was that an animated one, though? No, no it wasn't. It was, it was live, a live action. action. Yeah, that's the reason I haven't seen it. I, I own all his animated works. It's hard to get a hold of that that, ho- and that hotel horror movie. I mean, like, a lot of a lot of them are hard to get a hold of anyway. Like, Satoshi-Kon stuff's actually pretty hard to come by. Like, my... Very underappreciated, I think. My set of paranoia agents, like, it was hard to come across, and I paid a lot of money for it. Like, I think the DVDs were, like, 30 bucks a piece. Wow. So, like, and I can't imagine what it costs now. I'm sure it's a lot now. <laughs> yeah, his stuff is really good. I don't like the idea of a dub, but... I, I don't know. It dubs are for some people. Not I know. Everybody. I think they have their place. I mean, I just, it's Netflix has this thing where like they, I feel like Netflix is trying to bring dubs back in a weird way where they keep like, they'll, they'll do like foreign, like live action shows. And then they'll do a dub on those, which is like, when is the last time you've seen a dub for a foreign, like live action movie? Spe- it, speaking of that, they're doing a, a, a series for Parasite. Yeah, but it's gonna be, they're gonna have a dub or e- even they if, already have a live action. Well, well, right well yeah, yes, but it's not based on the anime. Oh. Uh, I'm just Parasite, the movie, the movie Parasite, the, the, the one Korean that won. Film. Oh, uh, but yeah, they they're doing a they're pl- they have a TV series planned for Netflix because uh, what's his name Bong, well Bong, uh, <laughs> we'll just say um, he we know he's in good with Netflix because uh, Okaja was a movie that he made that's on Netflix and was a Netflix exclusive movie. Oh, okay. So yeah, t- which I don't know if it's, this comes confusing that I, uh, when they say TV series, I'm like, are they making a series that is pre or post or like just parasite involved with that movie, which would be weird. Who knows? Uh, but, or is it the, are they doing it kind of like, uh, how t- Quentin Tarantino did with, uh, uh, Hateful Eight, where they just broke the movie up into four parts, and it was like a limited series that served as kind of a director's cut. Uh, but who knows? We'll we'll see. I guess when it comes out. Yeah. But uh, I, I just yeah, it's just th- weird. Those that things they, as dubs would be weird. Yeah, it's it's just weird that just they do dubs on like I mean, Three Percent's one of the shows I like, and they have an English dub on that. And I'm watching some other one. I can't remember what it's called, but it's a French show. That also has a dub. It's like every time I have to manually switch it to like the native language because it's like I I can't stand watching like live action shows with a dub. It just looks terrible to me. Uh, you didn't mention that Bob Agir Agar Agar uh, stepped down as oh that's right I Disney didn't have it. it wasn't in my news but it was like something that I had written yeah uh, Bob Iger. That's yeah, to I, be replaced it. by Chairman Bob uh, Chapik. What's up with the Bobs over yeah, at I was Disney? Like, too many Bobs. Too many Bobs. They're they're bobbing. Yeah, but he stepped down. Um, not rich people step down to rich people. It's just changing a uh, changing of the guard. <laughs> yeah, changing of the guard. Yeah, I'm 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 interested to see what will happen because I mean, like, look how huge Disney has become. Well, and that's under that's Bob why, Iger. That's why he stepped down. He stepped it, down because Disney's too big. Basically, it said with the Fox accusation, like acquiring Fox made it too big that it's too hard for him to manage. So 
So he needs someone, he needs a level up version of him to manage the bigger company. Yeah. It, 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 Which is like weird. Like too powerful and now he's known the error of his ways. Why can't they just like, I don't know. It just seems, I don't, I think Disney is too big for any one person to run anyway. It's going to yeah. become a country soon. <laughs> it, I mean, the amount of people they own. Disneyland will actually be like the United States' version of the Vatican. I mean, Walt Disney did want to create a city. A city of the future. Maybe it will happen to new Bob. Walt. <laughs> Walt World. Walt World. Um, see what else we got. Bethesda pulls most of its games from the NVIDIA GeForce Now. So just another company pulling all its stuff, which doesn't surprise me because I mentioned before Bethesda is working on their own their streaming own, yeah. tech. Um, what what else we got here? Um, well, just just be because Baldur's I Gate three. Yeah, Baldur's Gate three stuff. Uh, they showed that stuff. Looks good. I yeah. mean, I, I don't. Unfortunately, there's not too much to say. It's just like Baldur's it, Gate yeah. by Larian Studios looks good, and that's yeah. no surprise because they worked on the Dungeons, many original sins. Dungeons too. and Dragons game. Yeah, looks like everything you wanted. Um, pa- Parasite is going to be the movie is go- is going to be showing on Hulu as of April. Well, so if you want to watch Hulu. it, you can watch it on Hulu uh, in April, I guess. But uh, what else? I have a lot of things here. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, Steven Seagal, he had to <laughs> pay over uh, 330000 to the SEC for promoting Bitcoin. That's hilarious. How, why, so why? <laughs> I don't understand why. Um, it looks like it has to do with... Uh, uh, it's complicated. <laughs> it's complicated. Uh, it has to do with something called Bit Bitcoin 2 Gen... Uh, some call it a pyramid scheme. Some call it a fraud. But according to the SEC, Seagal called it a don't miss opportunity. A leading up to B2G's his initial coin offering. Uh, incidentally, as he encouraged followers to get in on B2G, he neglected to mention to the SEC that he was promised uh, 250000 in cash and 750000 in worth of coin. Sounds like BitConnect. So, yeah. Uh, Skull's tweets promoting B- B2G are no longer with us, but the 2008, uh, 2018 press release titled Zen Master Steven Seagal oh, has become the brand administrator of Bitcoin 2 Gen. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, yeah, he just fit. Failure to mention that he was uh, okay. pay- paid to buy- to promote a a product versus us. We are we are not paid for anything yet. So, uh, but yeah, Mister Seagal, uh, who still looks great. Yeah, I don't know. That guy doesn't age. <laughs> Just his gut. He's very fat. Yeah. For a karate man, it's funny. <laughs> uh, did you mention the Geneva Motor Show is canceled? No, I didn't, I didn't see that one. Yeah, so that's another just thing another... to add to the list of things that coronavirus has killed. Um, sh- Yacht Club Games announced a new Shovel Knight thing. Uh, yeah, I was going to skip over that one because I don't. Okay, but then also Yacht Club Games says as it is absolutely considering a Shovel Knight sequel. So, yeah, that's it doesn't sound like anything's one. in the works, but I don't care about the other it. shovel 
whatever thing. Hot pocket night yeah, or whatever that. the hell it is. Cares Shovel about pocket. pocket. <laughs> uh, it, it looks kind of dumb. Uh, but anyway, that's about it. Uh, I guess the $35 Raspberry Pi 4 now comes with double the RAM. Oh, boy. Okay, well, the last game news I have is that in addition to Homeworld 3, they will also be making a Homeworld mobile. So if you're in that Homeworld and Homeworld-related RTS things, you'll have something to play on mobile, It's apparently. never been a better time to be in a Homeworld. It's, yeah, it's never been a better time to be a Homeworld fan because there's a whole bunch of Homeworld shit. I, got, I, have, I have Homeworld remastered on Steam. I need to launch it. I need to play through that game again. It's a good game. But uh, with that, all that being said, I think we're going to... Time to put a bullet in this one. Time to put a bullet in this one. So... You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Most importantly, Twitter. That's where we are most active in our interaction. Um, go to our website, lga.gg. You can find our posts there for the podcast, as well as uh, information about tournaments that we will be hosting, and a link to our Discord, which is also chat.lga.gg, where you can join our Discord and interact with us there. If you enjoyed our episode, if you enjoy our show, go to Podchaser and Apple and leave us a review. You can search for Lit Gaming Arena on all those and give us a five-star review. Share the show with your friends, your family. Uh, write it on random people's mail and shove it in their <laughs> mailbox. Um, what other random things can you do? Uh, just, just spread... Spread the show. That's the best way we can grow is through word of mouth. Um, but just like the coronavirus, just like the coronavirus. Um, but that can also spread through your eyes. So unfortunately, you can't spread us through your eyes. Maybe you can draw our logo spread and spread us through yeah. your ears. <laughs> spread us through the ears. That's the trade off. Instead of ears, it's eyes for the coronavirus. But we are ears. Um, but yeah, so. That's all we have for you for this episode. Um, so we will see you in the next one. Later. Snap, you clap. You are so bad at this. No more alcohol for you on podcast nights. Do I get to clap? I'll need it on one track. I'm going to, to clap. Three, two, one. Clap. Killing us Three, here. Two, no, I'm not. Clap. I'm synced enough. Why does it have to no, I know because if you're not synced perfectly, then we get echoes. Did you hear the last episode? It was Echo City. Crap in your microphone, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. My ass cheeks are ready. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like rock I don't know if that picked up on microphone. I hope I picked that up a little bit. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. <laughs>
three, two, one. What the fuck? You guys suck.